Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 12 minutes after 5. Stepped on Debbie there a little bit with the open mic, so I guess we better talk about Northridge, <laughs> as I suggested. It's okay. It's a Monday. That happens. Uh, there's a lot of Monday in me today. Please listen anyway. No, what I wanted to say is I've, I found the quote that I was looking for. Okay. So we have this developer who wants to come in and not just buy the Northridge Mall property, tear it down and do something else, but they're actually talking about saving the building. Now, they're not going to necessarily make a mall out of it. That doesn't seem to be the plan. But Light industrial use. Yeah. And I, I told you there was a quote that caught my eye over the weekend. And we've covered for years how badly damaged Northridge is, how many fire calls there have been. And every time the fire department goes in there for a fire, they... Damage they have to in their efforts to pull out the fire cause further damage to the building. So you have the fire and they're hosing it down. That stuff freezes and thaws and freezes and thaws and who knows what is left of that structure. I was struck by a quote. uh, This was from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel from one of the attorneys for the investors, Phoenix. And he said, uh, here it is. The building has good bones and can be put to good use. See, that surprises us. <laughs> I don't know if it has good bones. If they think so, though, right, great, great. Right? I'm for it. You do you. You make that property great again, and, and that'll be good for everybody. Uh, there might be some bones in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are certainly some animal bones in there. Yeah. Could be yeah. some people bones in there. Oh, you don't boy. know. I mean, they talk about how dangerous some of the insides of that right. place have been. Right. The fire department doesn't even want to go in there anymore because it's so dangerous. So Patrick Kane um, did a very fascinating interview uh, with a guy who's done some exploration inside several malls, including the former Northridge. And that's on our website. You can hear more about just like what what they're up against, what's it like inside there and all of that. Just text the word mall to the old National Bank, 855-616-1620. He don't think he's got good bones. Didn't sound like it. <laughs> but I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I think this is a positive development. Best case scenario, instead of the city having to eat the cost of raising the property and then do who knows what with it, if you have somebody that's interested in taking it off our hands, right. that's great. If it's light industrial or warehouse space or distribution center, whatever that is, if it turns into something. It's better than anything we got right better now. Better than what it is, bones aside. 514, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. With only 12 games remaining on the regular season, the Milwaukee Bucks were looking to cook up some home wins and tame the visiting Raptors, and did so with some help from the Greek Freak. Giannis goes galloping through the defense. He'll have an easy nerf hoop dunk with the right hand. It makes it look so easy. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. Giannis scored 22 points. Grabbed 13 boards while dishing 10 assists. And the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one team in the Eastern Conference, defeated Toronto by a final score of 118-110 to for their 51st win on the season. After the game, head coach Mike Budenholzer on Giannis and his ability to just keep on growing. He just continues to grow and, and understand. And, and, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we've had a lot of battles with these guys. Uh, you know, I think there's an understanding from him, you know, kind of their mindset. You know, so I think that helps him going into it. And, you know, guys making shots around it, you know. You know, I, th- I think just he, he's his feel for the game and, and you know what teams are going to do to him different nights and night in and night out. You know, is, is just growing and, and in a good place. Giannis now becomes the franchise leader for most games played at 712. 
Over to College Hoops, after winning their first round matchup of the college basketball tournament on Friday against Vermont, Marquette found themselves in a late battle against Michigan State in the round of 32. Marquette has it beyond the three-point line, driving baseline, Igodara back out to Kolick. He's got the open three. Good! Marquette up three! Omer Antoni on the call over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Tyler Kolick would drain that bucket, but it would not be enough to get Marquette to the Sweet 16 as they fall to Tom Izzo and Michigan State by a final score of 69-60. to After the game, head coach Shaka Smart on the difference in this game. I thought they played with great aggressiveness, uh, particularly early in the game and at the very end of the game. And uh, those two stretches were the, were the difference uh, in the outcome of the game. I thought our guys showed incredible character and fight to bring us back from being down 13 early to having a three-point lead uh, in the first round of the second half. Offensively, not just not one of our best games. Regardless of the outcome, it was a good season for Marquette. A team once picked to finish ninth in the Big East now finishes the season with 29 wins and a Big East title. And staying in college hoops, Wisconsin is moving on in their NIT tournament with a nail-biting win over Liberty at the Kohl Center by a final score of 75-71. to Chucky Hepburn led the charge for Wisconsin with 27 points. Next up for Wisconsin is a matchup in the quarterfinals against Oregon on Tuesday. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, over to college hockey, where the Wisconsin Badger women's team was in search of some more hardware to add to their collection. Cammie Cronish has her hands on her head already. It's over. A record seventh national championship for the Wisconsin Badgers. The Lady Badgers defeated Ohio State 1-0 in the national championship game to secure their third title in five years and their record-setting seventh championship in school history. And this was a down year for UW. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to the Badgers. Coming up. No, I haven't thought out yet. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Five twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday morning, and no, I have not warmed up yet. Got that question all weekend, Eric. <laughs> hey, did you thaw out yet? Did you warm up yet? You're still cold. Yeah, no, I, I have not warmed up yet. <laughs> See if you can pick me out here. That was me right there. That <laughs> that pedal cry. Right. And it wasn't like on purpose. It wasn't for show. That was just like the natural bodily reaction I had. I did notice that when I was running out back to the warming tent the whole time. I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, you, like had to vent something. <laughs> had to continue to talk or make noise in order to deal with the cold. So Eric and I took the polar plunge for Special Olympics Wisconsin Saturday morning, the coldest day in the last, like, two weeks. <laughs> it, was. it was in the teens when we went in. The water temperature oh, was man. 36 degrees. And you were so excited. I was. And I kept telling you. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like this is really important work that we're doing, and I want to get to that in a moment, but let's finish talking about the stunt here. Eric, we... Folks, Eric was so excited. He's like, no, I'm feeling good. He's like hopping around, like, feeling good. I'm like, dude, this is it's not great. Right? So here's the Attitude immediate... Attitude is everything, though. It is. It is. Yes. Well, here's the immediate post-game interview 
Deb, our, our guy Ryan Williams here at WTMJ has his camera out and he's like, all right, you know, Eric and I had now dried off and had a moment to think about what had just happened. I told you. <laughs> it was cold. It I was told cold. you. It was really cold. Yes. But awesome. It was awesome. Ice on the bottom and stuff. I, was, yeah. I, was wor- I thought I was going to have to go back and get you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of slid out a little far. <laughs> it was trying and trying to get back, but it was awesome. Like the, uh, the amount of energy and all the people cheering and screaming yeah. and all that. Like you wanted to keep swimming out further. Like you just all that fired up about it. And then you feel the water. Yeah. <laughs> like icicles going into your skin yeah, yeah. And well and that's the part that's like the pain so immediately i lost feeling from about midfoot to my toes and then you're like dragging around these stumps that are your feet mm-hmm. like you can't feel them and it was icy Did you get an ice cream headache <laughs> yeah a little bit of that i didn't get any uh, head freeze but what happened so i slid on the because you're on a uh, a boat Launch. It's the boat launch. So it's icy under the water. So like I was four feet in, we did the, pl- you know, went underwater and then I started sliding on the ice. So like trying to use my arms to swim back to shore and like they ain't working. <laughs> right? Nothing's working. So why do we do this? And I said when we got there, I said, I do not do this for a good time. I do this to help our Special Olympics Wisconsin athletes, and there were a lot of them there. I love talking with them. A couple of friends of mine that I've known for a long time, this is Sarah and Stephanie. They're both swimmers. Uh, so this is why we're here today for our Special Olympics athletes. This is Sarah and Stephanie. Stephanie McCullough. Yeah, You guys are both swimmers, right? Yeah. Swimmers, You're on yeah. the swim team? Yes. Good. We're going to need that skill today. You don't usually swim when it's this cold. No, we don't. No. Sarah, tell me how come Special Olympics is so important to you? Because it tells us, all of us athletes and people with with special needs or anything, that we can do it. Also caught up with my man, Victory. He plays uh, basketball for Milwaukee Washington's Special Olympics team. He had a game later that day. They're trying to get to state. (laughs) But here's, here's my man just wants to say thank you to everybody. There are a lot of people that we've asked to donate to Special Olympics to help you do what you do. What would you like to say to them? Thank you for donating. Um, really, everybody, thank y'all for donating. Um, it's a great uh, experience for us. Um, thanks for your funds. Um, and we thank Special Olympics for Yeah, I got to check in and see how they did, actually, in that basketball game. Cause it Didn't was it sound warm there? In the- <laughs> wind howling, right? Also want to thank Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. They support WTMJ Cares through the year. Thank all of you who have contributed. And our fundraising page is still open, so you can still text the word CARES to 855-616-1620. CARES to 855-616-1620 if you want to help us raise even more money for Special Olympics Wisconsin. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 385 points in trading Friday to 31,862. The NASDAQ closed at 11,631 and the S&P 500 to 3,917. For a deeper dive on the markets, listen to the Annex Wealth Management's SWOT podcast. Listen whenever you find your favorite podcasts. the music we play for our guy it's usually the party music it's happening eric <laughs> well it's things have changed it's coming to an end the party is over our guy doug LaFossil is retiring the wisconsin secretary of state who's held the office for about a half century that part actually is not a joke it's like 50 years he was once secretary of state then he 
took a term off to run for governor, I believe, was unsuccessful, then ran again in the 80s, thereabouts, okay. and like has never not been the Secretary of State since. The man who's Perhaps most significant accomplishment in the office may have been to get a plaque installed on a bust in the Capitol of fighting Bob LaFollette, who is a distant, distant relative. And it was a long process, two years it took to achieve this, because we had to do it with a committee. Two years. But that's what he's been doing, anyway, with the power of that office. That committee, though, that like was a long back and forth just to get that plaque up. Yes. Uh, was just reelected, was LaFollette, in fall, yeah. sworn in in January. Now says, quote, after many years of frustration, I've decided I don't want to spend the next three and a half years trying to run an office without adequate resources and staffing levels. That in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel from his statement. All things he knew before running for another four-year term. So wouldn't you know, though, Eric, there is a Democrat recently out of work, ready to step right in. Uh, Governor Tony Evers already said that he intends to appoint Sarah Godlewski, former state treasurer, who bowed out of the Democratic primary Ah, for U.S. Senate, clearing the way for former Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes in that race. So she did not run for treasurer again to run for Senate. She bowed out before the primary. Me thinks this is a way to keep her... Current, right? Because she's definitely someone they're keeping their eye on as far as someone who might be a player later on. No doubt. Uh, definitely has a bright future in politics in Wisconsin. The Democrats have high hopes for her uh, beyond the office, which she now currently holds. <laughs> so they needed some place to put her, right? right? Can't have her on the sidelines. Two years. Two years. Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemihue has characterized the appointment of Godlewski as, quote, denying Wisconsinites the chance to choose one of their statewide elected office holders called on Governor Evers to hold a special election to replace the Follett. That's not going to happen. For, and actually, for multiple reasons. Right. And, and for that part, I don't blame. Look, politics is politics. Were it a Republican governor who had an open seat, the Republican governor would appoint a Republican mm-hmm. sure. person, perhaps for the same political reasons. But it does beg the question, though. Come on, man. You knew if you weren't going to hold the office for four years or even a couple, you know, if you were three months in going to just say, yeah, actually, no, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> His other famous. Do you want me to? You want me to play it? Yes, coach? I you keep want me waiting. to play the phone thing? Yes. All right, fine. In that same news conference where Secretary <laughs> of State LaFollette was talking about this plaque that he had created for mm-hmm. the bust of a distant relative, he. T- his phone goes off during, during his song. They're singing yeah. a song at this mm-hmm. ceremony. His phone goes off and he takes the call. <laughs> steps aside <laughs> well yes i do need new windows actually <laughs> well it was a spam call i think too because you hear it right unknown caller oh i mean i thought i thought i was paid up on my car insurance my, favorite my car warranty is up what my favorite part is it's that old school ringtone right. didn't change it didn't make it a song <laughs> nothing so uh, Secretary of State Doug LaFollette is retiring after about a half century in office. 5.45 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning their first college basketball tournament game in 10 years on Friday, Marquette found themselves down by double digits early against Michigan State in the round of 32, but gave quite the fight in the second half. Cam Jones, open three is good. Right back, right back, huge. Oh, the crowd's going nuts. Homer and Tony on the call over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as Cam Jones matched a three there after Michigan State nailed one of their own. But unfortunately, it would not be enough as they fall by a final score of 69-60. to Omax Prosper led the way for Marquette with 16 points and Cam Jones added 14. After the game, the Big East Player of the Year, Tyler Kolick, on what the biggest difference was in this game. Yeah, I felt like we never got into a rhythm. Like Ben said, we turned the ball over a lot. 16 turnovers I think that's that's unlike us um if you turn the ball over you're not gonna you're not gonna get a shot up because it's going the other way uh so I just thought they took us out of our rhythm uh like coach said they're a little more aggressive than we were Marquette now finishes the year with 29 wins staying in college hoops as UWM is moving on in their college basketball invitational thanks to a ton of help from guard BJ Freeman that's the sixth rebound for JT a team high Milwaukee down four, Freeman for three, and he buries it. Scott Warris on the call over on 101.7 The Truth as B.J. Freeman would sink that three and add 40 more points to finish the game with 43, the second most in school history as UWM beats Stenson by a final score of 87-83 to in overtime. Next up for UWM is a quarterfinal matchup against Charlotte on Tuesday. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited and over to the NBA, where the market, or excuse me, where the Milwaukee Bucks entered the night, nursing a two-game lead in the Eastern Conference for the top spot, and kept that lead thanks to some help from their big man. Inbound pass from Middleton to Lopez. Lopez right of the lane, puts it on the floor, drives around Siakam and flushes it through with a reverse jam. Oh, Brook Lopez! The fourth quarter is yours tonight. He has scored all seven. Lopez would smash that in, scoring 17 of his 26 points in the fourth quarter to help the Bucks secure their 51st win of the season, beating the Raptors by a final score of 118-110. to Giannis also had himself a night, finishing the night with a triple-double of 22-13-10, and 10, while also setting the franchise record for most games played as a Buck at 712. After the game, head coach Mike Budenholzer on Giannis's big night. At the end of the day, like it is fascinating to go 9-for-9 nine nine from the field and, and have a triple-double. I'm actually... I don't know. I'm a little surprised it's happened 13 times. So it just it seems like a rarity, and you know, not a huge stat guy or historian, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, he's special. Next up for the Bucks is a Wednesday night tip off against the Spurs, and finally over to the Diamond, where Team USA is headed to the World Baseball Classic Championship after thumping Cuba by a final score of 14 to two in the. In the semifinal, just an absolute offensive onslaught for Team USA. They will now play the winner of Mexico and Japan on Tuesday. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. Coming up, a place for parents and for kids. 5.50 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Let's get it on a Monday. I wish this place had existed when I was a parent of young kids. You get cooped up in the house, Eric. You want to go somewhere, but you got multiple kids or even just one, right? 
And you're afraid they're going to make too much noise yes. if you bring them to the place where adults are at. Yes, and you don't want the looks. And I appreciate that because I used to not have kids like all of us. So you're somewhere, you're just trying to enjoy your cup right. of coffee or whatever, and there's yeah. some kid crying or whatever. So I get all sides of this. Well, there's a new spot in Wauwatosa launched by a Tosa mom, now an entrepreneur and small business owner. She's got a fantastic story about how it all started and why she thinks if you've got young kids, you've been waiting for something just like this. This is the Little Village Play Cafe. We're located on 65th and North in Wauwatosa, right next to Crafty Cow. Serving up coffee, treats, wine, and beer, Abby Gilman's new business just opened this month. Oh, well, do you want the long story or the short story? I'll take the long story. Give it to me. All right. She gave me the long story, so I'll give you the shorter version. About a year ago, I lost my job, and that was a tough hit for us. And I called my husband. We had a four-year-old and a two-year-old at home at the time. And I said, hey, honey, I lost my job, but I think I'm going to open up a play cafe. And I think he thought I was crazy and looking (laughs) for, like, a rebound idea. The idea seemed crazier still when Abby discovered she was pregnant with her third child, who's now four months old. But Abby pushed on, only gaining more insight into this business model by being a parent. There are not many places in the Milwaukee area where you can be an adult and a parent at the same time. I think parents are often forced to just be parents, you know, like go to the children's museum, go to the zoo. Um, And I really wanted a space where parents could connect with other people too, like people that maybe don't have kids or who have kids that are older um, and just remind themselves what it was like to be an adult before they were just parents, you know? No, that and that res- really resonates with me. I remember, I mean, my kids are yeah. older now, but I remember when they were little, and I, they were very closely spaced as were yours. I mean, I had twins, and yeah. then a, a two-year-old on top of that. So just finding wow. a place, like, I wanted, to, I wanted to take them out into the world, but you're right, they're not necessarily welcome everywhere, and where's a spot where I could sit down and then kind of let them do their thing? Exactly. And I think before you're a parent, you're like, oh, that's cool. My kids will definitely sit at a dinner table. Because they'll be well behaved. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. And then you're like, oh, no, I get it. (laughs) They're not being brats. They're just kids and they don't understand the rules of this world. And I think we forget how short of a time they've been on this earth. You know, like we expect them to play by all the social norms and they just don't understand that yet. So... And it's actually so impressive how quickly they're learning. So to put them in a space where they can learn and socialize and have fun and where parents can also sit back and relax and have a nice latte or something yummy off of a menu, like, I just didn't see anything in our community that offered that. The Little Village Play Cafe opened on International Women's Day. And having worked with a construction lead for her project, who is also a woman, Yeah, there's a little bit of that pride running through this business. Kelly is um, one of the leads at Gardner Builders. She's also a mom and a woman in the construction industry, which I think is so inspiring. And then when do you sleep? Um, I don't sleep because (laughs) I have a four-month-old at home. So, yeah, I'm really taking advantage of that cold brew on tap. (laughs) I know a lot of parents are hearing that. Vince Vetrano, WTMJ News. Again, the place is called Little Village Play Cafe, 65th and North in Wauwatosa. LittleVillagePlayCafe.com for information on ages. You can check out the menu, the hours, all there. LittleVillagePlayCafe.com.